So we're holding by Shmuel Bey's word, Perik Tezayin Pasuk Hey, the learning tonight should be a schus Eli Nishmas, Rabbi Chil Mechel Ben Asher, and Yecheskel Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda, as well as a schus for Fuhr Shleimah from Maisha Ben Miriam and Yosef Menachem and Chava. So we learned previously that David is running away from Avshalim, who is approaching Yerushalayim, and as he uh, escapes from the city, he's approached by Tziva, who comes bringing provisions. Tziva was the servant of Mephibosheth, who was the last uh, surviving descendant of Shaul's house, and he was Yonasan's son. And Tziva accuses Mephibosheth of abandoning David, of uh, claiming that uh, he's happy that David has to leave and that Avshalom is taking over, and that Mephibosheth hopes that when Avshalom kills David, Avshalom himself will be thrown off the the Malchus as a Ben Sarah and that the Malchus will be restored to Mephibosheth as the surviving descendant of Shaul. Now, this was Lashon Har, and we saw previously that there is a Machlechus whether the Lashon Har was accepted by David, but David does seem to at least um, um, uh, be, uh, uh, be um, accepting of the fact that it's possible, and therefore grants Siva uh, half of the possessions. Uh, immediately after this happens, David was uh, approaching Bachurim, which was a city also near Yerushalayim in Chelek of Binyamin. And a man from Shaul's family was coming out towards him, and his name was Shimi ben Gera. He was, as he was coming, he was cursing out at David. David, he threw stones at David, and all of David's servants, he threw rocks at them. As well as all the people and the soldiers to the right and to the left. So Shimi is approaching David, throwing stones at him and his men, and cursing them out, and accusing them of being guilty of uh, terrible things. So Pasuk Zion, what did he say? This is what Shimi said as he was cursing. He said, say, say, Yish Adamim, go out, go out, you murderous man, and you man with low morals. It, he accused them of being responsible for murder as well as being responsible for doing immoral actions. The Gemara Brachas tells us that besides being a tremendous Tamil Chacham, Shimi was also the Rebbe of Shlomo HaMelech. And so obviously he's a great man, he's a tremendous tzaddik. How could he do something as inappropriate as this? We see from here that obviously there were people in Shaul's family who had not yet come to peace with the fact that the Malchus had been lost to the family of Yehuda and specifically to David. And even though it's 30 years since David was able to unite all of the uh, 12 Shvatim under one Malchus, people like Shimi had uh, 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 still held some sort of grudge, and now they come out publicly and show their true colors by calling David unworthy to be the Melech and being uh, accusing him of uh, being involved in, in certain murders. So specifically, the Malbim says he was accused of, he accused David of being responsible for the murders of Avner and Ishbaishas, as well as Uriah, and that's why he calls him Ishtamim, and he calls him Ishablial, uh, a man with low morals for David's uh, um, for David's part in the Maisa with Bathsheba. So Shimi here is basically call, calling out that David is not worthy to be the Melech, and even if David had once been worthy, he forfeited and he has become disqualified from being the Melech. The Parashio specifically on says, you see from here an example of David's tremendous Anivas, that he accepts Shimi's curses, and we'll see that when one of his generals, Avishai, wants to put Shimi to death for what he's doing, David refuses to allow his men to act 
against this person who clearly was uh, acting like a marid b'malchus to curse the king and to accuse the king of these things was clearly an act of treason and nevertheless David accepted it. So the Zohar says that you see what, what, how terrible this action was from all of the degrading and humiliating things that David had to endure, but certainly this public humiliation of being cursed and, being, and having stones thrown at you could not have been something that Shimi had come up with by himself because of the Talmud Chacham that he was, but rather it had to be something that Shemayim had placed into Shimi's heart to do. So the Zayar says that David understood that this was clearly not Shimi acting on his own. This was clearly something that was put into his heart, Mina Shemayim, that led David to do tremendous tshuva, David to feel tremendous anivos and humiliation uh, and regret his averus. He, he, he cried. Uh, he, he, his heart became closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as a result of this. And for that reason, David says, Ki Hashem amar David refuses to allow his men to act because he understands that this was really all coming from Hashem to, uh, to, to motivate David properly to do proper tshuva for his misdeeds. And for that reason, David uh, recognizes it, which is something that most people, even great people, would have a very hard time doing in a situation like that, where, again, you're under tremendous pressure, there's tremendous anguish, and then somebody comes and assaults you verbally and physically like that. To be able to keep your calm and recognize that it's really from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it requires a, someone on the level of David, a tremendous sadik, to be able to keep his emotions in check. The Parshas Terachim adds that Shimi is also accusing David of causing the deaths of the Kaihanim of Naiv by making them appear to be rebelling against Shaul, and therefore he accused David of being responsible for their deaths as well. The Ralbag points out that that's why the Lushan is Ish Hadamim, Damim is plural, because he was accusing David of being responsible for multiple deaths, and even though David took great uh, went to, uh, to great lengths to demonstrate to the people that he had no involvement at all in the murders of, of Shalim, uh, rather, the murders of Ishbaishas and the murder of Avner, but obviously there was, uh, there was some skepticism amongst the people, and there was clearly bitterness from Shal's family of whether David had any hand in it and whether it was something that he really wanted. The Al-Sheikh points out that immediately after uh, David's Maisa with Siva, he was punished with Shimi ben Gera coming out to curse him. So the Al-Sheikh says it was a punishment for believing the Lashon Hara of Siva. So the Al-Sheikh learns that David was Mechabah the Lashon Hara, and that's why he was punished with Siva, or with Shimi rather, coming out to curse him. So the Midah connected Midah that's brought down is based on a Gemara in Erechin that says that somebody who says Lashon Hara deserves to be hit by stones. So the Marsha there explains that's because Lashon Hara is like throwing a stone. You stand at a distance and you strike your victim with your words from a distance. And so therefore, you deserve to have stones thrown at you from someone who's also standing at a distance and assaulting you uh, 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 from a distance away from you. That is the Mida Keneged Mida. Rabbi Yaakov Blinder, who's one of the writers in the Art Scroll, Svarim says a pshat that it's, it's interesting that Shimi felt comfortable enough to approach David and start assaulting him and his men, despite the fact that there was a large force that could easily kill him. Has to be, he says, that either Shimi uh, had the backing of the people of Bachurim, and so therefore he wasn't scared, or he saw that David's lack of response to his cursing demonstrated that David was powerless to act against him, and therefore he started to verbally assault, uh, physically rather, assault David and assault the men that were with him.